Welcome to the Madeira Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. I'm your host, Lucas Agabrindus, with my co-host, Tyler Takeda. Today we have a, a host of different topics to speak about, including sports coming back, um, various um, COVID news, things like that, and also a special guest, um, Liberty Madeira Hawks athletic director and head coach Mike Nolte. Um, but of course, we wanted to start with our updates on our COVID-19 um, numbers and things like that. Tyler, do you want to go ahead? Um, I, I just I got off the phone last week with uh, Sarah Bossi, the uh, Madera County Department of Public Health Director. Um, she did a presentation of the Madera City Council and was talking to, the, talking to them about the numbers. Uh, the numbers are going down. Also, because the state reached 2 million vaccines, some of the tier numbers are going down. So in order for Madera to go from purple to red, their, their infection, their positive rates have to be 10 per 100,000 rather than 7. So that really helps. Um, last week, our numbers was twelve point was 11.3. So we're getting there, almost to the red, which is cool. But she did say the numbers are looking good. We're, we need to get tested. Um, so Bossy said the two things that will help Madera County to open up and manage any outbreaks is, test, is testing and getting the vaccine. Um, she wants to encourage testing, whether you feel good or not. If you're just out and about, take a test. Because what happens is it gives them an accurate percentage of the whole population and tells where outbreaks could or may be happening and be able to focus their efforts on those part of the population. So basically she's saying if you're feeling sick and you get tested, you're probably going to pop positive. But if you're feeling bad and get feeling good and get tested you might test negative. And those are the numbers they want to look for to see where the population is that is negative and positive. Also with the vaccines, obviously people want the Johnson & Johnson because they're the well, one shot and done. But yet there are the vaccines available. And you know what? For me, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, my arm hurt for a couple of days. Other than that, no real side effects. But I do know some people have an adverse reaction to shots in general. Nugase, how about you? How are you with shots? Besides, like me, I'm like as far away as I can from my arm not to see the needle go in my arm. How are you with shots? Uh, well, I definitely don't look at the needle going into my arm, but uh, I'm definitely not too worried about this one coming up. I know I have mine uh, this week, so um, I'm definitely excited for that. And I know mine is uh, the Pfizer, so I'll be getting two of those shots. So I'm excited, definitely, but also... I don't like needles, of course, so that's a little worrying, but um, hopefully just to get it done as soon as possible. I was lucky because I work at a, farm, at a, at a Walgreens, and uh, I was able to get an extra, one of their extra vaccine shots. So I was basically vaccinated on Super Bowl Sunday. After that, I was done. I got my second shot then. So I've been good, free and good for two months here now. And, but, you know, the vaccines and the, and the, and the um, getting tested, those are two great things, but... We still have to do our due diligence, even if you're vaccinated and, and are doing well. Help out. Wear your mask. Stay six feet apart. Don't gather. Get the, get the vaccine. Everything we can do to help open up the, the economy, the community. The, if, the more tiers we get into, red, orange, yellow, that means the more these places can open up. And I know there's a lot of restaurants struggling right now. There's a lot of beauty shops, barber shops. You know, the more we open, the more we get people in. And, you know, with that, we, Madeira Unified is getting back into school. Did you know about that? No, I didn't. Um, you know, I actually thought um, 
at least Manero Unified was going to wait until next year. That's what I thought. That's what my thinking was. So I'm actually happy for that at least. Well, today, which is Monday, uh, they just started TK and first graders back in school. I think on Wednesday, it's second and fourth graders. So eventually, they're gradually getting the kids back into school. After spring break, the high schools are going to start going in. So they're going to start with like freshmen and seniors and then sophomores and juniors going back in. So by in about two or three weeks, everybody we're going to have kids back in instruction. However, what I was told is that they sent a survey out to find out how many parents want to be in want their kid in instruction. Only thirty percent of those parents wanted their kids in front of teachers. Um, you know that's a surprisingly low number, um, but I mean you can. Of course, take into account, you know, people aren't too sure what's going to happen right now. I mean, some people are still, you know, wary about getting the vaccine. So I think it's going to take some time. And at least for me, I would feel most comfortable going back to school maybe, you know, next fall. But, you know, I mean, a lot of kids want to get back to school. They need to get back into that kind of normal lifestyle. So I don't blame them either way. So, but I think it's definitely more safe than it was months ago. I mean, teachers are, have gotten their vaccine, things like that. So hopefully, you know, they're safe and whatnot, which I'm sure they will be. I just talked to Golden Valley Unified School District uh, Board President Andy Wheeler. Eventually, we'll have the story run. But right now, we've kind of been tied on space, so I can't get his story run. But he's, they've been planning on in-person instruction since September before the governor closed the schools. They're ready to go with, with guidelines, of course, and distancing and masks and all that. So they got a waiver. So they've basically been in instruction since since uh, October. And a couple of times they've had to stop. So they're just waiting for them to be able to get the uh, middle school and high school kids back on campus. Speaking of high school kids, how was the football game Friday night with the Coyotes and Hoover? <laughs> well, uh, it wasn't too good for the Patriots. But, um, you know, the Coyotes, they um, you know obviously didn't have a lot of fans in the stands and things like that because of protocols and whatnot. But... You could tell, you know, a lot of people were excited to be out there. I mean, not only the players, but, you know, the families, the coaches, you know, teachers and things like that. So it was definitely a great experience just to be back out there. I mean, at least for myself, I haven't seen Coyote football in a couple of years, it seems like. And so that was the first time I saw, um, you know, Kenny as head coach and first time I've seen a lot of those players out there. So it was definitely interesting. But but also, how how was it? I mean, the fans weren't as much. There was no band. You said it was a little quiet. Uh, I wouldn't say it was quiet. Obviously, you know, Coyotes have a pretty big fan base, uh, especially Friday night's home opener. You would, you know, see everything packed. So that was a little different. But, um, I mean, it was pretty loud. I mean, when you're putting up 49 points, um, <laughs> you know, people are excited about that. And you were saying that uh, David Zavala is uh, one of these players to watch along with Raul Madrano. What did you see about the Coyotes offense? Uh, it looks pretty explosive. I mean, I've seen, you know, Colt Nelson and J.J. Espinosa in the past. And, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, big scores, big plays. But it looks like, you know, this Coyotes team has some potential. And, it, and I mean, it's a shame that they never got to partake in a full regular season and things like that with, you know, everything on the line as it usually is. But... You know, I expect the Coyotes to put up a lot of points, and I'm excited to see them play Edison. I think that's going to be a good test to see where they're at. But not only do they play Edison, they get a week off. I mean, they're, they're not playing them until uh, April 2nd, which is the Saturday before Easter, which is going to be great. I think give them another week of preparation, and they can see what you know what they need to work on. Obviously, there's not a lot with 49 nothing. 
but still, it's pretty good. How was, you know, I went up to Yosemite and I got rained on for the first half. So how was the weather with you, with Madeira? It was, um, it wasn't too bad. I don't think it was raining. I can't remember. I was in the box. So, so. I get, so I'm jealous because I, my, my light gray sweatshirt turned black. <laughs> well, I remember driving, uh, on Avenue 12 into, into town and thinking, you know, it sucks for Tyler having to drive all the way out to Yosemite right now. Cause I'm sure it's probably pouring rain up there. So. It rained for the first half. How about this for Liberty? The second year in a row, they allowed the season opening kickoff to be returned for a touchdown. That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, they won, what, 54 to 7? So. However, it's also the second year in a row that after allowing the season opening kickoff, they scored 50 or more points. Well, uh, it tells you that they know how to respond, definitely. So, so Liberty looked pretty good. Um, obviously, Coach Nolte was a little concerned about the game because of Yosemite, I think, I'm not sure, beat Liberty last year or played them pretty well, and they had a lot of good kids. So I'm kind of worried about this team this year. However, the, the Hawks came out and literally pounded the ball a lot. Um, Dominic Casanan is pretty uh, – he's going to be a pretty special kid out there. Um, Nick Anselmo along with Diego Piedro, the principal's son running the offense. How about this? The principal's son's running the offense. His guard is Mike Nolte's son as well. <laughs> Talk about um, some Liberty roots right there. So. Exactly. It's, it's really neat to see there's a lot of parents that came up on the drive. So I think not only were the kids happy to have some action, but like you said, I think the parents were just as happy to have something. Not only something to you know for their kids to do, but no, number two, have something to get out of the house for. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, um, you know, Madera Coyote's uh, girl soccer coach, Cameron Hill, mentioned to me as well. It's just... High school sports, I mean, yeah, it's about, you know, the kids on the field, but, I mean, the parents and the supporters, even the classmates as well, I mean, that's an equal part of high school sports and the experience overall. So, hopefully soon there'll be more capacity and things like that. So, with sports coming in, it's a busy week. I mean, Saturday, I covered three sports from three different seasons with cross country in the fall, baseball in the spring, and soccer in the winter. We got soccer matches on top of before after or I have a we have softball game and then a soccer match which is a spring sport followed by a winter sport and football games on Friday is a fall sport so we got a lot of action going on this week you ready you ready for a lot of work oh yeah I'm ready I'm definitely ready and then so with that said um, coming up next is our guest Mike Nolte the uh, athletic director and head football coach at Liberty High School so we'd like to introduce today, uh, we have the athletic director from Liberty High School, and he's also the head football coach. Um, we could call him the wingest, winningest football coach in Liberty High, Liberty Hawks football history. Um, Mike Nolte, how are you doing today, Mike? Oh, I was like, so how are we doing today? Uh, how's it going, uh, especially with Friday night's big win? Oh, it's, it's good. It's, I'm glad the weather's better, and and uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy we got the first one under our belts. Did it kind of surprise you how the game kind of played out? I know we were talking earlier, and you're a little bit worried about it. Were you kind of surprised with that, the result? Uh, uh, yeah, I was. I, I expected uh, Yosemite to, to uh, you know, uh, be, be a lot uh, better than they were uh, based on last year's performance. I mean, they had a really good football team last year, and they had a lot of juniors. So going in without any film, or anything like that, uh, you know, I thought, I figured they'd 
have all those guys uh, returning and have a good group of seniors and, and uh, you know, give us everything that we wanted. But, uh, you know, the reality of it was is they got hit by some eligibility issues, some kids that uh, left school early um, for college and uh, some different things like that. So I think they were they had a, they had a mix of uh, – uh, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different classes. They had a few seniors back from last year's team, and then I think they had, uh, you know, a lot of juniors and sophomores also. But I think your team kind of responded really well. I mean, a lot of teams when they allow an opening kickoff, kind of, I don't want to say milling in, but kind of like you know, hang their heads. But your team came right back and drove down and basically tied the score with a, a go uh, with a touchdown to match. How, how big well, yeah, is I mean, that we, coming back? I mean, it's, it's good. It shows it shows that, uh, you know, our kids are coming to play, you know, and one play does not make a game. And, and um, you know, we always talk to our kids about, uh, you know, taking it one play at a time and having short memories and, and uh, you know, what don't let don't let one play affect the next play. So we, uh, you know, uh, it, it was good to see that the kids took that to heart and, and kept playing and didn't get too down after that first one. You know, that's been that's been two years in a row that we've allowed the opening kickoff return for a touchdown. So maybe some of the guys were, you know, they, they, they've been there before. <laughs> but I thought uh, Dominic Castaneda played really well on offense, finding those holes. But I was watching the film. Your line opened up some really big holes. Even with bad footing, it was still easy going for your, your offense, especially with Dominic and behind you know, Wallace and all your uh, your your offensive linemen opening those holes. Uh, they 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 really did a good job. You know, they, Yosemite packed a lot of guys inside, so uh, you know that that uh, outside our outside run game was uh, pretty effective against them. Um, you know, because their guys all the, all the guys they had packed in there sort of got lost in all the wash. But yeah, the the offensive line did very well, um, and 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 you know, Dominic is a is a exciting player. And then watching your defense, um, I saw um, a little Vince O'Berdy running all over the place. And Selmo, your offensive line, your defensive line kind of held held its own up in the front. The defense came up ready to play. Yeah, our, our defense. I was very happy with the way they played and, and the um, effort that they showed. And you know, it, it's uh, it's good to see it's good to see uh, your defense flying around like they did on Friday night. And I, I, we just hope that. Uh, Hope that that that, that uh, amount of effort and intensity continues. But on another kind of cool level, I'm here in my office and I see in one of our uh, Valley Championship pictures that I have up here a little fresh-faced little kid with a big smile, the cutest smile ever. He's still got the cute smile, but he's a little bit older. How neat is it to have your son playing on your team? Oh, uh, it's, it's a special it's a special time for. For me and, and my wife and you know our family to uh, to have us down there and, and 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 be able to be able to watch them play and, and be successful. It's it's a uh, it's a good time. Do you kind really of have is. to catch yourself sometimes from watching him too much instead of watching the play develop, or you've already you're you're too too experienced for that? You know, I try I try not to. I, I you know every once in a while I'll get caught up, but uh, you know I try I try not to. I, I you know there's a is a, is a hard part of, I guess, of being a dad and a coach at the same time. But uh, you know, you, you got a job to do, and, and uh, you know, you save you save that. Uh, you know, watching him specifically for maybe one, you know a film or something at, at home the next day. 
you know, the other thing that uh, we need, we were talking about is how how interesting you have all these sports going on. I mean, you guys got girls volleyball on the grass. How different was watching girls volleyball on the grass and inside a gym? Well, you know, they got to, the girls volleyball got to play their their first game on Friday uh, last week. In they the had uh, they had games uh, canceled uh, due to rain um, on. Monday uh-huh. last week, so that was their first game on Friday. So I didn't get to watch them, but uh, talking to the coach, Coach Clark, he uh, he, uh, you know, they got to play two sets before it really got raining. He said the ball by the end was like three pounds, and, <laughs> and uh, it was it was pretty, it was a, a, a sight to see. Kind of kind of like my shoes were after that football game Friday night. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was wet up there too, boy. But now um, you guys are in full swing. We got a mixture of. Sp- winter and spring and fall sports going on um how uh, it's kind of fun that we're able to go but it makes your job a little bit tougher trying to get three seasons of sports basically into one season yeah i mean we gotta we gotta you know pay pay a lot of attention to uh to uh scheduling and making sure that uh we don't uh double book our facilities and things like that but uh you know, once it's once it's scheduled, it sort of just it's it just sort of goes. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more to it than than the way I make it sound. But man, it's great to see the kids on the field and and uh, you know the the athletes coming and, and smiling and, and enjoying their time and really really I think they have a new appreciation for for uh, you know what they what they love to do. Well, that was what I was also going to mention too. Is the really neat thing was after that football game is seeing all those football players with smiles after the game. Like, you know, yeah, they had a tough, they played tough, they played hard, but you know, they were smiling at the end. That's kind of says it all. Yeah, I mean, they were happy to be there. They were, they really were, and you know, I was just happy that uh, you know everything, everything turned out good on our end or, or, or from our side. But uh, that always makes things better. But, uh, you know, just, just being there was an accomplishment in and of itself. And, you know, with all these athletic programs, I know it takes a lot of money to do that. And coming up uh, April 10th, right? April 10th is your, yeah. quote, 17th and 18th annual golf tournament to benefit uh, uh, Liberty Athletics. Just tell me about the event and what's going on that day. Well, uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, sort of combining – uh, last year, since uh, we weren't able to to hold it last year, so we combined both of those years and and uh, carrying over the sponsorships to this year, and then getting some new sponsorships this year. I'll tell you what, you know, having having people having people in our community, um, John Porter specifically is has really taken taken this thing and kind of ran with it, and you know, he's 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 getting sponsors for us that uh, we wouldn't normally get. And, um, you know, just having a, having a guy like, like him, uh, to go out and, and, and solicit these, these people to, uh, support our program is, is, is a huge deal. So I'm very appreciative, very, very appreciative of John and, and, and the work that he's done as far as our, uh, golf tournament goes. And then, you know, our secretary, uh, Mari Rodriguez, Mari Rodriguez is, is uh, really doing a good job, and, and you know, with these times that all the sports are on top of each other, I'm very, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's it's, uh, it's a hard thing for me to uh, focus on on that golf tournament. So those two people have really taken 
taking this thing and run with it, and I think we're going to have a successful tournament on April 10th uh, out at Dragonfly. So you got you got the the clubs ready to go, or you're not a golf? Are you a golfer? Or? Oh yeah, no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'll, I'll find time to play for sure. <laughs> so of your coaching staff, who's the best golfer? Oh, I am. For sure. <laughs> Has that been proven? Uh, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> All right, sir. So, um, so that's. April 10th, and to register, just give uh, the school a call and talk to Mari, right? That's, that's correct, yeah. She'll, she'll take all the information, and if they're interested in, uh, in sponsoring or playing or, or whatever, uh, she'll, be able to, uh, she'll be able to get that all set up. Well, and it's 1 o'clock, and it's 18 holes, right? 1 o'clock, shotgun, start, 18 holes. And, and how much is um, it? We got Mazzoni Catering out there. Oh, to, nice. Uh, Give give uh, give the people a send off with some food and then uh, maybe uh, some food when they come back in after their round as well. Well, Mazzoni Catering is the price of admission already. <laughs> Absolutely, it's uh, second to none. How much is the uh, the is a player is a golfer? It's a hundred dollars per player, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know if you got a team, it's it's uh, four hundred dollars and. And, uh, you know, we'll just go out there and have a great time. All right, sir. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Um, hopefully, you know, you got Madeira South this week with football. And on top of that, you got two soccer games in the stadium before that. So hopefully the grass will have time to settle in and it won't be a mud pit out there when we go out Friday night. Yeah, we did move the we did move the soccer games out to the practice field this week, <laughs> um, just just to just to try to reduce the traffic a little bit on the field and kind of kind of extend the the life of the uh, of the field as you know how our as you know how our field can get. <laughs> yeah. All right, sir. Well, thank you very much. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Tyler. All right, and thanks again, Mike, for joining us on this edition of the Madeira Tribune podcast, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you on the golf course in the next couple of weeks. But um, to the Madeira Tribune uh, supporters and our listeners, um, thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Mm -hmm.